Do you listen to Diary of a Black Woman? Diary of a Black Woman? Welcome back to the best podcast you will ever listen to. Thank you. Dairy listeners, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Easter has just ended. Everybody's going back to work. Everybody's going back to break. We're thinking of new goals, new life accomplishments, or we're just really sad and depressed and thinking, how am I going to pay my bills? Well, just eradicate all those thoughts for a second. Have water drink some water reminisce about something that you're proudful of and just be proud of yourself and sit there and figure out your next step in life (laughs) whatever let's just jump into why we're really here dear listeners i am so sore i've been working out and honestly i don't know i'm always recording my podcast late but I think you guys are still used to it. You're still getting a weekly podcast, so be appreciative. I have come to the conclusion that I have daddy issues. And <laughs> I'm not sure why. I do not know why, how that came about, or how did I come to that conclusion. But I noticed that I have daddy issues. And how do I know? Okay, first of all, from my fair amount of research that I've done, um, everybody that has daddy issues or girls that have daddy issues is because their father wasn't there for them. They didn't get the fatherly love growing up. So they depend on compliments from men older not even men younger just men older and while some situation is different from the other like some people may want compliment from all kind of men and validation for me i've noticed my problem only resides with older men like i seek i don't seek it anymore because i've learned my lesson so i should really talk about my past with daddy issues i literally had daddy issues in the past and i've i've been working on it for the past two years i have seen a lot of progress so i will be going in depth about how you can work on it it's just something that you have to see for yourself nobody else cannot lecture you not even a goddamn therapist can't tell you how to get rid of daddy issues literally not even a therapist can help you get rid of daddy issues it has to belong it has to begin with you self-acceptance you have to accept that you have it literally most people that have daddy issues at first when they find out they don't believe it they deny it and they're in denial for a few years or for a few months and they don't accept it when i learned that i had daddy issues it was and i'm not gonna lie it was about a year ago it took me a really long ass time Nobody told me I had daddy issues yet. I was on TikTok around 2020 when TikTok just got famous. 
I was on TikTok. I've seen some videos about daddy issues. That's when I've really looked into it. And I'm like, my problems seem similar, but I never thought a lot into it. Now, fast forward into 2021, I've noticed I've only ever fallen for older men that nurtures me, compliments me, and make me feel loved. Tell me how special I am and literally make me feel important. I go crazy for that and I fall in love with every single man that does that and I feel like that was a huge issue for me and it took me a while to accept that because I didn't want to believe that I wanted to believe that I actually love these men when in 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 reality my bad I just got a text message in reality it was just that the pampering and the things they said to me I wanted my father to say those things to me like you're important I believe in you you can do this I've never had my dad to say that my father is very much alive we can talk now and then but we don't we don't have a father-daughter relationship I want that my brother has that and I don't have that for my dad and I will go in a more in-depth um podcast episode about my dad but now it's just about daddy issues so whenever a guy comes along and I build a relationship with him and he just makes me feel important and I get validated I depend on that and it becomes an issue because I keep wanting it more and more and whenever they stop I just do not feel loved anymore and it's honestly a sick thing to think about it's not only when they make me feel good It's when they show a sign of dominance, like somehow they can protect me, like they're a protector. I am completely attracted to that. And it may or may not sound sick, but I get attracted to that like it's a need. It's like a basic need. It's not a want. It's a necessity for me to have it. If I don't get it, I act like a spoiled person, a spoiled child, like I can't live without it. And I try to get it. I do anything to get it. Just like how a baby would cry until they get a toy to play with. And it's, that's when, you know, after my last relationship, my last serious relationship, um, that's when I actually realized that I had daddy issues. <clears throat> now, acceptance. I started accepting it when I started talking to guys that was older and older and older. Every time I talk to a guy that's one year above me, the next time I break up with that guy, I go for another year older than that guy. It just keeps going up. And it always seems to happen. I don't know why. So... I set a limit for myself, so I know this is a limit. This is a number that I will not cross. No matter what, I'm not going to pass this age group. I'm going to stick within it. If I can, there's something seriously wrong with me, and I need to work on it. So I started doing that, and honestly, I have been successful. Any guy that have approached me that's over the age...
just not over the age. Once they're over the age, I get uninterested and I block them. There's no reason because they're not going to take me seriously. They're just going to look at me as a little girl and someone they can play around because they're way more experienced than I am and they know that I am not that experienced and not that aware of things that they know. So because a lot of guys that I've been with, I've noticed that that's what they think that I'm not experienced and that I don't know these things they look at me as if I'm some kind of I don't know object that they can nurture there was one guy that actually As I'm saying, dear listeners, there was this one guy that actually cared about me, but he still had it in the back of his head that he wasn't that older than me. He was just like two years older than me, and he had it in his head that I'm still young, and I still have a long way to go to get more experienced. It, he still had it in his head that I was young and I shouldn't chase the world. However, he did take me seriously. That is one thing I liked about him, and he respected my wishes, and he treated me like... I was a queen. He literally was a man. He was a man. Like, I loved this man because he was a man. He wasn't a pretender. I was talking to someone that I've been talking to recently. And I had to say to him, like, when are you going to grow up? For his grown-ass age, when are you going to grow up? You're a grown-ass man. You live with your mother. You can't pay bills. Your car literally needs a battery. And you don't have your life put together. But you want to play around for your grown-ass age and judge me and call me a child, but your life is not put together. Right now, the only difference is our age group because we're the same people. There's no difference between us. He's not driving. He lives with his mom. He probably works a 9 to 5, which I don't. Um, but And he watches women. I'm not going to... This is not about him, guys. This is not about him. I don't want to get off track, but... He's literally an, an embarrassment for a grown-ass man. He literally can't afford it, but he just doesn't want to be grown up. These men are men, but they're not men, if you get what I'm saying. They're not mature, put-together men. They're just grown for their age. And those ones don't attract me. That's why I don't like him. Because he's not mature and smart enough to see that He's grown to start making grown-up decisions and be a dominant man. He's just a child playing around having fun, like a young man having fun in his mom's house because he doesn't want to pay bills. I don't like men like that. Men that are put together, that that's maybe in school, still studying, has a future planned, and knows their goals and knows how to treat a woman. I love that. And call it daddy issues, I don't care, but I'm attracted to that. I'm very much attracted to that, a put-together man. And I don't know why. This is going to sound a little bit weird, but I like men that are usually smarter than me. I'm always open to learning new things. So if they're smarter, that's like a bonus. They teach me stuff. This is what I'm talking about. Do you guys see how the daddy issues come into play? It's horrible. I am not proud of it. This is something I am still working on, but I am accepting it. I'm going to own up to this bullshit and I'm going to learn how to get better for myself because I need to learn how to become independent and not need validation from men. 
I don't care about no other older men that compliments me. A thousand can compliment me a day. A thousand can want to be with me. But when I put my, when I fixate my mind on one, that's the only one I want to compliment me. That's why there's a difference between it. I don't want a thousand compliments from a thousand men. I don't care about that anymore. Before, like when I was younger and I was just growing up and I'm trying to learn how the world works, I was inexperienced. I was ignorant. I was learning and people judge me for that. But honestly, you can't judge someone that's inexperienced and know nothing. Like I'm still in the learning process even to now, but I am much more aware of things. And I've come to the conclusion that it just has to be done with me. I have to start doing it myself. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Guys, there are things that you can do to work on your daddy issues. Like, I've already hit the topic of acceptance. This is talking about it with people that actually cares and maybe has gone through the same thing maybe an online support group so you know you're not alone when you feel alone you desert yourself and from your actual friends because you feel like they will judge you and honestly you just need people to support you the more support you have the better the better you can accept it and the quicker you can fix how you are honestly um when I found out I have um, daddy issues, my support chain was not that big. There's not a lot of people that would stand by me. But two was enough. <laughs> two was enough. And I just figured out, like, one of my other friends have daddy issues as well. And we're both admitting it to ourselves. And we're both... I don't think we're gonna, like... um I don't think we're going to, like, talk about it anymore. But we have just came to the conclusion that we have it. And we accepted it. Literally. We have. Dairy listeners, as we proceed to the next segment, I just want to talk about the phases that you should look for when a guy is really interested in you. And the things that he'll do, what he'll say... And his body language. I pay so much attention to details. So it's like everything I look at. Even the things they do with their friends. I pay attention to details. Number one. Not the most important one. But this is something you should look out for. If they see you. And they spend time with you. Maybe this is your first time having a dinner date with them. And they say to you, um, I can't wait to see you again. Or, you know, not even, no. Disregard that part. Not that I can't wait to see you again. That is just bullshit corniness that they could use to make you feel good. Um, Whenever you go with a guy and let's say that's your first time having intercourse with them, anything they say during or after and of course disregarded is bullshit this now if you guys went on a date and they said um so i think i want to go 
to the museum and I want you to come with me. You see, things like that, that's like a plain interest in you. He literally has interest and you don't need to question that at all. Literally. Because that's him showing that he's looking to doing something else with you outside of the bedroom. Without bringing any kind of sexual tension. Without bringing that thought to you. It could be a trick. But you have your caution up. Just be more cautious and still have an open mind that, yeah, there's a chance that he is interested in me. The second one, calling. Calling you without being planned like it's okay if sometimes he's like he asks it's even cute if he asks can i call you you know checks checks up on you the good morning text you can get all of that from a player but this one is specific when he calls you and he says something like how comes you haven't called me like i was expecting you to check up on me as i said it could be works of a player as well so always have your guard up but it, that is like a specific sign that he is interested even if it's getting to know you or having you as a sneaky link it's still an important step to always remember the next one this one is one of my favorites introducing you to other people now i have to put this out not every guy that introduces you to their mom, meaning you're the love of their life. If you're just talking to a guy and you met his mom, it's nothing serious. He's probably introduced a lot of people and more than likely he lied to her and said you're just a friend. Okay. If you met someone for him, not it's disregard the family member. Even his friends. His or her friends, it's different for girls. I will do that in the next podcast. But right now it's for the guys. Um or should I do it for both? Okay, this could be unisex. Um, if they introduce you to their friends, more than likely, they've talked about you with their friends. And if it's someone they're iffy about, like they don't talk about that person that much, that person is who they trust to tell all their secrets to. So that person knows every single thing about you. And that means the good and the bad. <laughs> so... You're being talked about by that person with that person. Is that a good thing? Excuse me. I had to let that out. Is that a good thing? It can be sometimes, but it puts you in a place to know that if you mess up, that person's also gonna know. Be aware of everything. And it could be annoying if you guys end on bad terms because it it could get messy. But that is a sign to look out for. Now it's things like body language eye contact not everyone can do it but focus on where he puts his eyes girls it's way different for what girls do with their eyes girls are way more shy they use their minds a girl will look at you and zoom every feature on you for the first 30 seconds and reminisce about it while beside you. For a man, he does that with his eyes. Just focus on where his eyes goes. It could go to your neck, to your chest. But if he looks at your lips, the lips. A lot of people could argue that what I'm saying 
is like invalid or maybe it's just the stare of lust you also need to look out for that whilst he can look at your lips and be intertwined into getting to know you and look deep in your soul and you know be really attracted to you you need to understand the difference between the eyes of lust and the eyes of admiration there are two different eyes and it sounds like oh i'm into this philosophy shit honestly from experience and what i've seen in intel's the eyes in lust and eyes of admiration are two different things i've confused the two the eyes of lust now how to differentiate the two the eyes of lust is more sexualized when someone looks at you you're attracted to that go ahead go off you're happy you've got what you want they look at you as if in their bodies in starvation mode like they just want to eat you alive that's how you can differentiate the eyes of lust and admiration now as if they're looking at your lips because I can say they're looking at your lips and that's how you know they're interested. However, there's two different kind of eyes that can tell you that, which I just explained. Now, the eyes of lust on the lips focuses mainly on your lips. It doesn't meet your eyes unless it's like the eyes is giving you a signal that it's time for us to move to the next phase that's how you can tell the eyes of lust it shows a bloodthirsty human being that's willing to suck everything from you and they meet your eyes your lips and they just want to go down and devour you that's what it looks like now from admiration it's more like a puppy I look like a deranged man or a deranged woman or someone that's just desperate to taste you. And it's way more respectful and way more subtle. You will not feel creeped out. Yes, you will feel shy. And you're like, I've never seen someone look at me this way before. If you have to question that, that's how you know it's admiration. And they could do a slow um, body scan. And the body scan can say, a lot, can say a lot because, one, it makes you uncomfortable and it puts you to, you know, be more aware of what their next move is going to be, which could really lead you on when that's not what they're thinking at all. So you should really be careful of that. I was recently challenged with those eyes of lust and admiration. I couldn't differentiate the two. And usually I can but this person was different because I thought it was eyes of lust when it was really eyes of admiration. And it bothered me because <laughs> of my belief. If you have a belief that people only have eyes of lust, then that will mess you up because you won't be able to differentiate the two. That messed me up because for most people that I talk to, I always think it's the eyes of lust. They're just lusting and they just want one thing. You have to have an open mind and know that people have different intentions. It's rare to find it, but it's possible. <laughs> I think I should make a list of things like to hit a specific topic every single 
time. Because I'm talking, like, from what I know. But if you're just talking from your brain without actually having a planned demo, your thoughts could be over the place. I apologize for that, that listeners. I will do better. I will make this my homework. I usually do this, like... Whenever I'm recording a podcast, I have my notes. At the first two months of my podcast, I had my notes, and that's what I went off of. After that, I pretty much freelanced it, free-minded it, and I just spoke from the heart. So, you guys really was getting my everything, but not my everything. You guys was getting my heart. I've recently picked up a new hobby of playing this game, Candy Crush. A lot of people is aware of it. Is playing Candy Crush a hobby? Not sure, but I have it, and it's really have helped me be calm and more focused and goal-oriented because I keep going back because I know I have to pass another level. Also, I downloaded Wattpad, but I never seem to get to open the app which I want to read stories, <laughs> mainly smut, <laughs> because I want to know how people mind work and I have to do way more research so I can talk and give you guys a, a more um, realistic <coughs> method of doing things. I can't just go off of experience alone from my experience and my friends' experience, I can't just do that. I have to do research so I can give you guys a hundred percent um subjective report. And that sounds so military. <laughs> but yeah. That's it guys. I hope you guys are getting sleep and I'm sorry for this delayed podcast episode. I really want to, like, talk about more things, but not in this podcast episode. In the next one, maybe I'll hit part two, like, in a short segment, give you guys, like, a five-minute rundown for, you know, how to differentiate the lust eyes. And I'll maybe I'll, depending on how much views this get in interactions, I'll see what I can do. I see that you guys really liked the last episode. Thank you for listening to that. And... For my small viewers, I know the haters are listening. Hi, Alps. <laughs> Guys, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye. Also, before I leave, um, I know that I say I will drop an episode every Friday. The expected date is to be Friday, but just know it could be the following um weekend or the following business day. <laughs> so, I'm sorry for the delay, but just know it's from Friday to Sunday or Monday morning. There we go. Anyways, have a wonderful time, Diary Listers. Stay stay hydrated, eat, and have a fun time. Until next time, bye. Next time.